0: Hello. You are listening to a roundtable discussion from the Buffy Rewatch Abridged Version, a lecture and screening series hosted at Box Populi Gallery in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania throughout the month of October 2015. Each Sunday, we are featuring a season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we screen select episodes along with a lecture helmed within Buffy Academia, followed by that, a roundtable discussion where the lecturers from throughout the screening series discuss topics related to the screen episodes and the season as a whole this week we are listening to the roundtable for season four where we discuss topics specific to the uh, episode 10 from season four hush and then character development from throughout the season followed by q a Q&A with our wonderful audience so let's give a listen and thank you for tuning in we'll be updating with a fresh podcast every week in october till we close this event series in november we hope you the buffy verse enjoy our discussion yeah. Yeah. you yeah. <laughs> a little more ambience yeah. this week. <laughs> oh, wait. I um, Can you guys see yes. this enough? It's like enough, right? All right, cool. It's not, like, weird. Um, So welcome. okay, season four. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Buffy Rewatch. Uh, This is the abridged version of the Buffy Rewatch. And you guys made it to the roundtable today. So congratulations to you. Um, There was supposed to be, like, a round of applause there. But (laughs) 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 great. Anyway, so basically, uh, what we're going to go through today is, well, I feel like there's like reverb on this, but um, today, uh, we're going to be talking specifically about the Hush episode and each of us have assignments, um, we're going to be talking about Buffy language, uh, which should be challenging, which I gave to Homay. and mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, pop cultural references from within the episode and we'll also be talking about fashion. Um, And uh, then we're going to go beyond the episode and talk about season four as a whole, where we'll be talking about specific characters. So, and we've all uh, convened and picked out characters that we want to talk about in our story arc throughout season four. And if we miss something or if we have a character that you would like to talk about that we didn't talk about, please like join in on the conversation um, in any, Super casual. Um, and so just to start off, I want to introduce everyone. We have um, James Myers on the end here. He's from, he did a season three lecture with uh, Anne Cornell. Yes, like and they are from the podcast, Not Nearly Nerdy Enough. I recommend it to give a listen. Um, and then we, you all met Homay earlier, our season four lecturer. How great was that lecture? Yeah. yeah during expressionist film. Yes. Now I understand. Okay. Um, and then me. My name is Beth Heinley and I did uh, the season one lecture for Buffy. Um, thank you. Um, so to start off, also I'm trying to cosplay as Faith today. I really yeah. it's, then a then it's not my strongest, but uh, you know I think I mostly just look goth. Um, but whatever. Um,
1: that what? one that's making that noise?
0: The reverb, I or whatever the hell you call it. I think it might be this one. It no. feels like it. Is it annoying sounding? Is this annoying sounding? OK, cool. Okay. <laughs> um, so in any case, uh, so let's get into the episode we watched today, season four, episode 10, I believe it is, Hush. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and uh, let's start off with Ann Cornell, who I oh. assigned Buffy Fashion. Yeah. Um, and I also love your fluffy uh, oh, thank you. vest yeah. you got going on today. I
2: thought it might be kind of a risk, you know, I mean, when we watch the Buffy episodes, it's kind of a nice burst of nostalgia for so many reasons. But yeah, we do look back and we're like, I remember wearing that and I thought it was a good idea at the time. Um, some things you might rewear. wear so <laughs> <laughs> I remember so.
0: Harmony wearing a fur-esque yes. blouse yeah. vest like, like that. Is so that, that like who you want to take her. the style tips from though,
2: It's Harmony? It's Harmony, Harmony stylist, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She said some good stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like Willow, we love Willow, but as she referred to herself in an earlier episode, crazy birthday cake, like some of the stuff is really cute, other stuff. It's what I recommended last week, Topless Robot, as a site to visit. Uh, this week I'll recommend Go Fug Yourself if you have not actually visited, if other people know about it. As in, like Go F U C K. Thank you. Yeah, F U G.
3: F U G. Oh, okay. Probably,
2: so and it's just oh, uh, basically yes. making fun of uh, celebrity fashion and magazine covers or TV shows. So awesome. it's hilarious. They're awesome. Yeah, and some of Willow's outfits remind me of what they call scroll down fug, where at the top it's okay and it looks kind of cute. So you're like, awesome. Oh, there's nothing wrong with this. Oh, you scroll down and it goes. Oh, ah, because it's horrible <laughs> when you reach the bottom. So, and some of her stuff is like that. It's like really cute up top, and then there's like a mess of patchwork at the bottom of the skirt. And like, that didn't need to happen, Willow. But can I um, inject it,
4: a yeah. men's fashion question into this? Sure. Yeah, what was yeah
2: oh last week's fashion it's not fashion it's topless robot so um if you want to read anything about um, nerdum, yes fan fiction friday so anything disturbing in the fan fiction universe which to be honest yes you could find it on you know AO3 or fanfiction.net on your own or Tumblr if you wanted to, but this is just great and it collects it for you and yeah, let, the dregs of fanfiction. Last week so. we
0: were curious about the mayor and faith if there was fanfiction. There's gotta be. I have to I say I haven't gone is. I haven't gone
2: on a clipboard, but Yeah, I
4: can't say that I actually went home and looked for that.
2: I so. know. <laughs> Oh, I'm fine to believe hot. when it's out there and not actually read it. I, I don't to
4: so. believe there's fucking Mr. Poins. You it once you've seen
2: that. That's, yeah. that's true. That's what happened <laughs> with Giles
0: and Buffy for me.
2: Yes.
4: Yeah. Uh, but my male fashion question is at one point in this episode Riley is wearing a shirt in which he has just the bottom button <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: buttoned and none of the others. Yeah, and it sort of know. looks like like he like almost, I don't know what he's doing. Is that I a thing? Has anyone ever I, done that as a thing? I don't think
2: thing? that was a guy oh, thing. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Riley
4: is basically just a giant block of wood. By the way, I guess you
0: picked Riley for the character
4: development? Oh, I totally picked Riley <laughs> for the character development. But I, we won't because get there that's there yet. the easiest possible yeah. one. But okay. we'll okay, we'll go back to that. But, but no, I just didn't understand. Like I've never. Riley has awkward
0: periods,
4: so yeah, maybe that's why they're like, "Why are you just?" Yeah, I mean, I would white? never say Riley was a fashion plate or anything, but it yeah. looks like, yeah. like when guys button the bottom button of their jacket and mm-hmm. don't realize it's supposed to be the other way around, and yeah, like that's what it looked like he was doing. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe that's just like a weird midwestern cornfed guy thing that I missed somehow.
2: Yeah, I couldn't say I know that. I can't defend that. I know girls have done it. I've done it. You know, bottom like the few buttons, but you're wearing a shirt underneath. He just had
4: one. Yes. All- yeah, no, he yeah. had a shirt yeah. underneath. He was kind <laughs> of like the
2: opposite of like the LA gang, where only the top button is buttoned. But um, I don't know that if that's what he was going
4: for. Was it? Was Maybe he, was- he
2: did it wrong. He was like trying kind to of be initiative. <laughs> Riley's just a dumb. Yeah, okay. he's
0: cowboy guy. And
2: he's just not good he's at fucking cowboy guys.
4: So the, yeah, okay. This, right, this so wasn't a fashion statement. This no, was just. No, a, I don't think so. this was a fashion fail. <laughs> yeah. Wardrobe malfunction.
3: Tell him how to dress. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah, I mean, fashion, of course, um, it's really interesting. Again, um, please pick up The Watcher's Guide if you haven't yet, but it's really cool. They talk to the costume designers, set decorators, and it gives you insight into the characters and the choices that they've made. So, of course, Buffy's just always very trendy. I think that's just been kind of the thing, and her wardrobe just Mm -hmm. follows the cues of whatever is current and cool. I guess Willow and Tara are a little bit more their own creation as far as fashion decisions go. Probably a little more bohemian with like the long skirts and you know whatever they decide to wear up top. Tara, this episode, I don't know who else did the zigzag part, but oh I was like, God. oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah so we did the zigzag part, I did yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't good at it, but I definitely attempted it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, the studded shirt, like, the, you know, the logo that doesn't mean anything to you, but they just threw it on there, and then right. it has the studs on it, that was there too. Okay. Um, Giles, they made the conscious decision, you know, his wardrobe's a little more casual, he's not into three-piece suits, he doesn't have a job to go to every day. He also has a so
4: pinky ring.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. that's what I have never actually
4: noticed that until this episode that he was rocking a pinky ring.
2: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of pinky rings, but we let Giles get away with a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I like to think it like belonged to his dad or something and maybe that's why he
4: you think it's it like, some his, sort of significance? His,
2: his like complicated relationship with his wife. It wasn't father. that he was yeah, exactly. trying to
4: be like swinging bachelor guy with he his could new have been. stuff.
2: You never know. he wore sombrero? There's no stopping you are entertaining the ladies, uh, Yeah, I guess. He's wearing it in another episode. Yes. Yeah. So, Olivia's coming to visit it's like she likes it so. <laughs> yeah.
4: Somebody has a question in the
2: back. Okay, go for it. Come up yeah. to the mic. <laughs> or yell yeah, if you can, that's fine. Yes, tell us your name. <laughs> um, I'm Michelle. Hi, um, Michelle. So I was wondering if anyone else noticed Willow's potential foreshadowing of her forthcoming sexual identity um, oh, yes. in this season with what she's wearing. Like they, I know there's an episode where she's wearing like a sweater, like before this one with like a big rainbow in the front and like, suddenly weird hats that are just like is that what a 90s lesbian looked like i was because i I actually watched this episode first this is how i got hooked my friend was like you'll love it after you see this one which is true um so i knew it was coming and i was like why is she suddenly dressing like this and plaid all it was just I don't know, just a fashion. These were
4: lesbian for See, I didn't notice know. any breakfast Docks or I mean, she always Oh, uh, sure.
2: Yeah,
1: I
4: and mean, I mean, right. yeah, yeah, I just. Well, and I would have chalked rainbow anything she wears up to the, just the typical kitty cats, unicorns, yeah. rainbow yeah. things she does. Yeah,
2: but. I don't know if I would say fashion cues, but I would say I think it was in the episode prior when Riley is helping to hang a big banner that says Lesbian Alliance like in the student's Yeah, that's. I was like, I kind of felt That was some heavy foreshadowing. That was like Joss like guess what everybody so yeah i don't know but that is interesting i don't think i saw it in her oh, wardrobe okay. so much but yeah <laughs> no more gentlemen but that is a good thought so i'll have to go through and see again oh, but
1: yeah
2: yeah <laughs> okay
1: yeah so but speaking so like willow was i picked for season four and um so willow has like huge transitions in this season um one uh she and oz, so oz like discovers his werewolf he like goes off he runs off uh, breaks her heart, but she, very quickly she meets Tara, and this is the first episode where we see them kind of bonding over their witch powers, which indeed then becomes a relationship. Um, Willow also has an episode in this season called "Something Blue," where um, she—it's sort of a foreshadowing of Anya as revenge demon. So she wishes things were different, and then they materialize. That is universe. another awesome episode. Totally awesome episode. Um, she gets a kitty cat, she gets a kitten, and then she tells Tara, like, it can be ours. Um, so, and also I think, the in the sort of realist storyline, Willow, she she's not, she's been a nerd in high school, like she hasn't really blossomed there. Um, she's mousy, she doesn't really realize her full potential, and it's when she gets to college, which I think is a familiar experience for many people, but she suddenly realizes, oh, I have all this power, and it's both, you know, her intelligence and her skills, but it's also her supernatural powers, which we see, you know, when they move the soda machine, that's um, her coming to that realization.
0: I, I thought Willow... I don't know why, like, when I think of the, comp- I was comparing Willow's breakup uh, with Oz in season four to how, to Buffy breaking up and actually killing her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. I thought that Willow was a giant baby, and, like, yeah. really could not
2: handle it.
0: I-, I saw her emotionally being less strong than Buffy during that stuff.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of, like, I something like- blue,
0: I just remember being, no. like, th- it was a good great, but I was, like, annoyed with Willow, like, come on, like, you're complaining to Buffy, like, she killed, she just killed her boyfriend, like, yeah. to, like, you know, save the world, yeah. so... Right, I well, think, she
4: gave I mean, Giles shit, too, and yeah. I mean, you I know, he had a girlfriend same. die.
2: Yeah, exactly. Villain like, coming no, up, no. for sure, yeah. like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, and I think a lot of people in the episode, they were like, oh, Willow, because she's like, nobody wants to hear about it, and I feel like maybe yeah. that's all they heard about, so yeah. that's why, so yeah, and...
0: um to get, But back on track, like, uh, with, just to specify in the episode of Hush, too, um, uh we should move on before we get too much into the character development part i want to talk about um pop cultural references um which james like i assigned both of us to it so did you, you do did, but
4: i thought of it more on the whole scope of season four and not necessarily inside um. how
0: many times do i have to instruct you I- A lot.
4: <laughs> uh. okay oh, boy, oh, boy. so yeah. all right well that's interesting
0: mm-hmm. what pop Popular culture references DIY for the entire season.
4: Oh, for the entire season, there's one of my favorite ones is actually in this season uh-huh. um, when Oz is going through Giles's records and saying he wants to live there, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Giles says something like, "There are far more important, you know, matters for us to concern ourselves with right now than than music." And yeah. he pulls out uh, Velvet Underground, Loaded, and says, "More important than this." And Charles mm-hmm. was like, oh, "Well, there's an argument that could be made that that." <laughs> and, like, then he realizes, oh, "Wait, we, we got to get back to this. I can't get into the music stuff." But that's yeah. one of my favorite all time. Um, yeah. The the fact that Oz's band name is Tingles Ate My Baby yeah, is pretty a, freaking yeah. huge uh-huh. pop culture reference.
0: Which technically is in the episode of Hush because the poster is in right. That Netflix.
4: poster is there always, yeah. but that was like that is a touchstone, mm-hmm. like pop culture reference for. You know, and the dingoes really did
0: eat the, did eat the baby. Right. Yeah, which is crazy. I did not expect <laughs> it to end that way Yeah, when I was,
1: like, 12. That was a current event. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um,
0: well, uh, I guess a musical reference that was in Hush uh, and related to Giles and Giles talking to Olivia about um, he lied being about in Pink Floyd. Being play, in Pink Floyd, Which right. is, like, duh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I anyway well I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through what I found within the episode Um, so revelations the Bible is in hush um, revelations 15 um, 1 which is it relates to the seven angels and the seven signs of death or comings or whatever Um, and that was used in comparison to the gentlemen who were collecting seven hearts um, and so they were like comparing that through that oh. Bible passage. Um, so there's I'm that not up
4: enough on my Bible that I would have caught that. Um, well, I actually
0: I found it on the Buffy wiki. So oh, not okay. I, mean, <laughs> I was raised Catholic, but you know, Revelations is actually pretty cool. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get on that. Uh, and, and then we have uh, uh, Spike giving the British version of the middle finger. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a pop cultural reference absolutely. Sure. Um, and I mean it, you guys all know that's the British version of the middle finger right. Right. I mean, I didn't know, I, I only found out like I was like in high school when I realized that was the middle finger. So it was kind of new to me when I first like found out about it. It was pretty cool. Um, uh, one other side reference is I don't know if you guys look at props like I do, but uh, and I don't think this is like a pop culture reference either. But the Giles with his jade coffee mugs. Um, They actually, those jade coffee mugs are like spotted from like season three on to season six. And it's Giles with the jade coffee mug. So I don't know that's like weird, but it's a total, like he's got the same set of coffee mugs and I I like that kind of stuff. Um, The joke with uh, use stairs in case of an emergency, I found that kind of like a humorous, you know, kind of uh, buildings, postmodern, like look at life. the The first apartment that the gentlemen come within the dorms to collect the hearts is apartment number two thirteen, which is Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that's a reference. So now we've got a Ted Bundy and
4: a Dahmer reference.
0: It's horror. It's horror. So you're gonna like do that, and I don't know if they did it on purpose. And I actually couldn't find anyone else who like reference that. Like, I'm a sicko. Maybe I just saw it. Um, then we have, um, also I hate to be all Maggie Walsh, but please keep the murmuring down. And if you want to say something, please come up and say it. No, I'm just saying like, just so we can keep the conversation clear. We're recording it and we want to hear what you're talking about. Yeah. You're still talking. I can see (laughs) you.
2: No, share it with the class. (laughs) Um, share it with the class.
0: Um, so then we have the kiss the librarian mug uh, well, this is its like second instance, uh, that, first. that is Spikes blood mud. Psych- mm. Spikes blood mud. Uh, and, uh, what is the Weetabix?
4: Weetabix? Yeah. Uh, yes. It's a, like a British cereal. Yes. Um, and like that is really wheat gross wheat
0: thinking about soaking like shredded wheat. It's like shredded wheat yeah. and soaking blood into that and eating it is weird. Mm. Um, and then eraser boards, dry erase boards. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, mean, it's, I just like. That's, got, a, like, that's a yeah. It, it's, it's an office culture reference. It's an office office pop culture reference, um, and I think and, and and that's like that's all I have.
4: So right. that's what I that's what I got from the episode. Um, um, well, so to expand more to mm-hmm. season four, mm-hmm. I feel like I noticed in season four they really ramp up the whole. Let's market bands with this show uh and like every episode they tend to focus on a performance by a band even if it's just like they're watching a video mm-hmm. of something
3: yeah
4: <clears throat> did you, i'm sorry i, I, I that feel that like I cut you cut mean, you no you didn't yeah that's that's, that's that's <laughs> joss whedon's first you know, you know for- oh i've got it the, the <laughs> studio wants me to throw this into my show now yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. promote this artist
0: and um so in any case, uh, then let's
1: like roll into the language section. Yeah, then, yeah. Um, her. so this is a funny episode with which to launch talking about language because, um, it is, uh, two thirds, uh, no dialogue, but, um, hopefully you noticed in the first third, the first act of the episode um, almost every single conversation we hear is a reference to either telling somebody to shut up or saying you're talking too much or something like this or we don't talk enough. blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah blah babble babble so this is so yeah I have a little list here let me see so Buffy's dream um, Maggie Walsh is lecturing about communication and that which is outside of language um, Riley then asks Buffy about her dream, and she says, I'm not saying a word. Um, what is unspoken between them, of course, is that they both have these double lives. Um, Willow is silenced at the Wicca meeting when she tries to bring up whether they should actually do some real witchcraft. Tara tries to speak, but then stumbles and has nothing to say. Um, Olivia arrives at Giles's apartment, and she says, that's enough small talk, don't you think? Um, And then uh, Xander and Anya are not talking enough about their relationship. Um, So every single thing we hear in the written part of the dialogue before it goes silent is a reference to language talking, too much talking, uh, the whole exchange between um, Spike and Xander in his basement, where uh, Spike is sort of imitating him talking to Anya, and then Xander says, shut up. No, you shut up! You shut up! So there's all of this stuff, and then indeed, lo and behold, they do all lose their voices.
4: There's another big one too, where actually, when Buffy is talking about what's keeping he and Riley from actually hooking up, is that they keep babbling at one another Mm -hmm. every time they get into that point. So clearly,
2: (laughs) yeah.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. She and Riley. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they 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 actually need to shut up before they you know to actually. Make it yeah, I also like, giving me yeah. the argument
3: that like you know when Riley and Buffy um, are battling um, and you know kind of you know stumbling through this relationship um, that the um, the uh, this episode is uh, by them not having to, to speak they come, they have to like yeah they feel their true feelings and I like the. Um, The whole uh, petroleum misunderstanding that happens there because, yeah, it's like even though it's kind of like I'm thinking about the episode and I know what's going to happen later, how everything's going to be quiet, uh, how they can't speak or whatever, but um, it's kind of like through that whole first um, moment of them talking, I'm thinking, like, oh, you should really like saying how we really feel about each other, but they can't do it. So I thought that was like really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks
1: for that. Um, and yeah, and I'll just say this isn't really language, but it—I it, guess it's a reference. Just the um, the music at the beginning um, uh, that we played at the beginning. Um, saint um 18, I think it's 1885 piece that is played during um, Giles's overhead projector. Presentation um, makes use of the tritone, which is an interval which um, has come to be associated with the diabolical. If you think about, like the um, in Stanley Kubrick's two thousand one: A Space Odyssey, the sound of the monolith with those dissonant voices—that that's that particular sound that's being quoted um, both in the piece and in the in Christopher Beck's score for the episode. Wow! Cool.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so let's go uh, from there into then the character development throughout a, a season. Um, is there anyone who like particularly wants to go first? About
4: should we talk about Riley? I I should we talk are about,
1: are about Riley? <laughs> so yeah. We should, okay. Do you want to talk about Riley? Like Does in anybody in like, like Riley? No. Oh! Like,
4: okay, Leslie to me is the block of wood palette cleanser okay, and
2: you know I'll, that she needs. I'll be on, yeah, I'll be and on... Our, like your, I'll, you I'll, like him as the palate yeah. cleanser? Yeah. But yeah. So I mean,
4: would that be like a long-term, like, good thing? Or are you just acknowledging that, no, sometimes you need a palette cleanser? I think sometimes you need somebody
0: outside of your own circle. And I think it's a nice introduction to the storyline. Because
1: you can how much can you go with just people all the time, basically.
4: Oh, sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you they, and they do need to keep circulating other people in for it. But.
1: Well, and I think it also shows that, you know, you can have relationships, and they might not be
2: the one or the true one, but they're still valid, important relationships in your own
0: development. So, because, you know, she does grow up quite a bit in that
1: relationship with him. It's a real mm-hmm. relationship with All him. right, good and point. And I think
0: it, it really kind of enhances her character as well.
4: I can't argue with any of that. Yeah, I, do. I still don't want to date him, but okay, come on. Yeah? yeah.
2: Counterpoint. Yeah. I find
3: Ronnie sort of insulting, but. Insulting? Just, uh, well, in, how how so? To
1: you personally?
3: Yeah. 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 I, so I wish I had there. popcorn today to throw at the screen oh, and I don't I you know, really get along with short home uh, But I think there's something to say for the hot body that's not super developed that you move along with. Uh, Riley has no depth Riley's a bad person He cheats on her in kind of the worst way And it's just sort of ignored And I think uh, But it Like I said, it does help her develop
0: Do you mean he cheats on her in the worst way With Faith, or do you mean like When he with the the vampire? Okay, okay I
3: I just just want to You know, the show treats sex In such an odd way Mm -hmm. But the idea of Uh the vampire is like the supreme evil even though it's not a complete demon yeah and that riley consorts with it secretly uh, i think is like sort of like the ultimate
2: betrayal to buffy in a way that's interesting especially when like, Angeles.
3: <laughs> i always
4: thought of that as him yeah. trying to find a bit of a dark side that he knows buffy's looking for like he knows he's not. i see
0: it as him being a total wuss and just wanting to be needed
3: yeah <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> like uh, you know, developing sexuality and sort of being afraid to ask for what you want, and mm-hmm. him embracing something that he thinks is supposed to be horrible, but it's something he desires.
0: That's interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And also,
3: fuck driver.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, Riley, I feel like Riley doesn't so much develop as he, as, as he does like react to things that are happening, but maybe that's what development is. Yeah. through most people's lives.
2: I don't know. I feel like Riley's a really good character in theory. Like, I think, I do like the idea of, like, the palate thing. You just don't think Mark was, like, Lucas pulled it off? <sighs> Not so much. I, I don't think he was, right. was bad. Like, on the rewatch, because I, I will say, like, because I was like, you know, I'm very critical of Mark Lucas's performance, but I was like, come on, okay, like, David Boreanaz was winning any Olivier Awards either. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I was
0: like... Let's go back to the Irish <laughs> Exactly,
2: yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Evidence, you know, piece number one there. But, um... I think with, uh, there were some things like when we were rewatching it, like he was almost kind of like dorky and insecure, which was sort of endearing in a way. And he was like being friendly with Willow. So I was like, okay, this is different, you know, making connections with her friends. So it's like, in theory, in long-term practice, not that great. And I would also, in a cynical sense, also just looking outside of the show, this is created by writers who I think across the board, sometimes in Hollywood, they aren't that great at writing good guys or you know there always has to be that edge or that darkness and that's more exciting and that's more fun to write it's like the old trope of the devil gets the best lines so you have like Riley who's like an Iowa farm boy and just like so good and nice and military and clean cut like like what do I do with this how do I make him in- interesting it's the same thing where you know like people yeah. complain about Superman it's like no how you know there's nothing there he's not Batman he's not Iron Man like there's no real edge to him to the edge it. Like, it would be yeah. the
0: alter ego I mean he yeah. still is a Secret, like, you know, military dude fights yeah. monsters. This is
2: true, yeah. But which is late. probably
0: the only reason I think Buffy is attracted to him. I, I, I mean, I think well, that she's Lion into dual prank now. <laughs> yes, he's the hot teacher assistant. Oh, you think there are several
4: fantasies <laughs> that well, laid out on well, this? Well, I really think it comes down <coughs> to that tight army
3: green t shirt. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's it's it's, it's purely abs and pecs. I mean, you know, it's pretty good. yeah, yeah.
2: For me, I
3: mean, that's the only thing I like about Riley is, is that T-shirt. Like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing else. Yeah, in, nothing I'm else. not saying the man
4: doesn't have you know qualities. That's something. that's can wear a t-shirt, t-shirt. i, <laughs> I like. yeah. <laughs> right, As as a character in the show, and I totally see where you're saying like, yeah, like she needed that palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. She needed that for several different reasons to kind of learn how to grow up and have a relationship with. I mean, if you want to call as in the show, I guess he's the most normal of a person that there could be in the show for mm-hmm. her to be together with. Um, but yeah, just like disappointing overall.
1: I mean, to me, it's like, so this is like, I think there were some amazing episodes in this season. In fact, Hush is one of my favorite episodes of the whole series. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the main arc of the season, the initiative as the big bad. I feel like it was like Joss wanted to do a season that had the military industrial complex as like involved somehow and that is the big bad and mm-hmm. Riley is kind of a placeholder in that. He's just like Mr. like white bread all-American guy who's like involved in this covert military operation and I guess yeah, it just it doesn't grip me as well, much
0: like in the season finale of season 4 Restless um I, like, it was funny at the beginning of the episode, I was rewatching it and Riley was like, okay, I'm off to get, like, D de- whatever militarized to the military. See you later, guys. I was like, bye. Bye, Riley. Bye. Great. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, relieved he's leaving. I was like, are they breaking up now? Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, like, they weren't yet but it was kind of a a sign of the times and I was very happy to see him leave immediately. But, um, then like the scooby gangs all hang out and they fall asleep. But in the dream sequence of restless, which is one of also one of my favorite episodes of Buffy, which is in season four. Um, was riley in that and he he was the archetype of cowboy guy and he just kept on saying that over and over again i felt like the writers were totally making that joke about his character like i mean he's just this like you know midwestern iowa boy that's just like li- literally a placeholder to move along the story but not in a, an integral character so that's how i feel about cowboy guy
2: yeah <laughs>
0: um well i wanna i guess i'll i'll take over for um Buffy, let's talk about Buffy. There we go. Um so I uh took Buffy for character development in season four. So basically we have uh also a season four, one of my favorite season um premieres is in season four, which is The Freshman. I totally relate to Buffy in the episode, feeling like really out of her element in college and, and being super intimidated. And she has like a nightmare of a first day at school, like the one professor kicks her out of class when she's just like asking, if, am I in this class? And like, you know, and then embarrassingly gets like kicked out. So, and then she meets, oh, why well, I can't, I can't remember the vampire's name, the chick with the blonde hair. Oh, Sunday. Got, oh Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Okay. Is she... First off, like for just a one-off vampire, I thought she was an amazing villain. Oh, yeah. I, and um, the fight scenes with them, martial arts style, whatever, were really energetic and, ignat- and, and uh, kind of cast a tone for the fights, uh, for the physical fight scenes throughout season four, which I learned they did get a new um, choreographer in season four, which is, I just feel evident in that season premiere um and so the fight scenes in that is, that is excellent um and you're kind of like uh when she first gets her ass kicked um you're kind of like how is this like one vampire really whatever but she's just feeling out of her element and moving, yeah i was gonna say i thought that moving. was less
4: about how big a bad sunday was than yeah more about
0: no but, but sunday had great confident. attitude for oh, sure. I I was like kind of sad to see her be She was almost like a little like, like little
4: Spike sister or something. Yeah. Like, like I was
0: sad to see her get dusted so quickly. But whatever. Uh <laughs> so and basically that's like a start to the whole season is Buffy acclimating, acclimating herself into college and I also thought found the humorous um uh, relationship with her and her co- first college roommate really funny that episode oh, yeah. yeah and well and because I had a roommate in college who played Tori Amos over and over again and drove me like fucking insane so like when she was like it was it was Cher she had the Celine Dion poster she had the, well, I was but, gonna say
4: that was another pop culture thing that I forgot yeah. to mention oh, yeah. using pop culture references to actually signal oh no wait this is a bad thing yeah yeah, yeah. Like, there's bad pop culture yes
0: and and then she was playing the Cher song over and over again and I was like this is hilarious this totally happened to me my freshman year of college only it was Tori Amos and <laughs> uh, and then like Buffy going around telling it was she's a demon and now and like again Buffy does have the uh, uh, slayer intuition. That that she brings to the table over and over and over again, and it's kind of like this uh, recycling narrative where the Scooby Gang or everyone's like, "Really, Buffy? Really?" And like maybe one tenth of the time she's incorrect, but most of the time she's actually right. Like her roommate really was a succubus demon who was like sucking her soul at night. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, there was that, and then there's also other humorous um, uh, college type. Um, tropes like Beer Bad is a funny episode. Featuring a very young
4: Cal Penn? Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> is that Parker? No. Who, who? No, no, no. no. Wait.
4: Cal, Cal Penn, like.
2: He was Kumar in Harold and Kumar. Oh, oh, he was yes. Whoa, one of the. He was I one, was one of the frack guys. And he went yes. to U Penn. Yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, but he is in Beer Bad.
0: Um, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, and as, as far like the drunk acting is really bad in Beer Bad, but. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I I mean I thought it was it was like kind of funny like uh how in college it kind of as you're dealing with all these changes you can abuse alcohol in different ways so um it's <laughs> kind of like get through it um and uh yeah, and also that was a great episode for Buffy and Xander, I feel, because Xander, at the same time, is dealing with, uh, he's not going to college and he's going through all these different blue-collar type jobs and, and he's like the bartender in that episode. And I love how Xander, whenever, as he's finding his niche to his job, he like overcomes the persona of what he perceives that job to be like within the first act of the episodes. And the, And the bartender one is especially funny because he's practicing with willow and buffy tell me about your problems and fake lighting cigarettes and all that type of um things and it turns out that buffy's like really struggling and actually needs that bartender type friend to just listen for her and give her advice um so and then uh, buffy uh is she's rebounding angel with riley i mean that's the way i see it um i guess technically oh and she has her first like um uh again, like kind of similar to the how she had sex with Angel and he turned into a demon, but with Parker. Um, again, yeah. where like and she has when she first wakes up in the morning, she's kind of like thinking it's the same thing happening, but he comes back with the coffee and he's all nice and his mom's coming to visit. Oh, that's so sweet. but it turns out he's a jerk too. So she's mm-hmm. she's uh developing her sexuality uh, but at but getting burned still and having to um, deal with that and trust issues and this and that. Um, and then I guess like, that's like, cause then Adam's the big bad. Well, in the end of the season four, uh, it's just strengthening how her as a slayer is, is, and her, real power and overcoming evil is her friends because they do that spell where everyone's essence possesses her and that's how they overcome Adam. So the, the big arc for her as a hero or a heroine in season four is again, uh, accentuating how she gains strength from her friends, where it's not her battling the forces of darkness alone, but through her friends and family that she overcomes. Although you could say in restless, I mean, she pretty much saved the day solo in that one, but that was the season finale into season mm-hmm. five. But
4: um, I, I feel horrible because I feel like I'm about to take what is a deep and insightful look into uh, Buffy's arc of growth over season four mm-hmm. and totally ask about her hair. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Sure. Because well, there were a couple a episodes, episodes
4: there where she was—I do, don't know what that was. It was
2: crimping, and we all it was, did that was it. Was crimping. Crimping. It looked like yeah. she was,
1: was trying, was trying to
4: do dreadlocks
1: or something. No, which cr- kind are of are you thinking about, about beard? The beard was very—that's like, well, like going very, no. Neanderthal because they yeah. all kind there of right. But her
4: hair was like that before, and in a couple of the episodes before, it was doing like a crimp too.
2: We all did it. That was a crimping situation. I know the zigzag parts on the crimping. We've all moved on from that part, but yeah. Well, Clearly, she did this. Yeah, yeah. The,
4: the we hair indulged, got better.
2: We indulge. We. But I feel her, like she's
4: gone grew. through some <laughs> very interesting hair situations, we and I'm, yes. like, were yes. those? You're saying those were styles at the time, not just they were styles at the time Poor yeah. I mean, beer,
2: yeah Beer Bad was definitely supposed to be a little more like okay primitive make her before, look like, like she was going before she would have okay. her season 6
0: season depressed yeah. Buffy you know chops yes. her hair off
2: yeah actually yeah. I loved that I feel like I'm jumping ahead but I yeah. kind of loved when she got that shorter cut like A I thought it was cute B I almost like felt it was monotonous it was like if I saw like her with big curls and giant hoop earrings one more time I was yeah. like well oh, it's gonna yeah. look so I really I like liked how, how Anya complimented her on her <laughs> haircut <laughs> yeah. while yeah. she was invisible exactly yeah <laughs> Oh, I thought that's so cute Yes
0: Um Did I miss anything about Buffy that anyone wants to add? Um Yes uh,
3: This is a maybe random observation
0: yes. <laughs> This is the first season
3: we see her sleep without a bra on <laughs> I, I don't pay attention yeah, I know. to <laughs> <laughs> it right, uh, So I've been re-watching just because it yeah. started I have watched it for a bunch of years I feel like Spike, in this moment,
0: when he sees her in her
3: bedroom, he's like, Are you naked under there? <laughs> <laughs> it odd to me. I, yeah. I um, just that all of a sudden she's 18 on the show, so it's okay, or it's just something I've noticed. In
0: You're talking in college, she's sleeping now without a bra. Yeah. Um, well, she's having a
2: lot of simulated shots. She as well. Yeah. <laughs> Is that,
0: did they switch to UPN at that point? That might be it no, too. No, that wasn't oh, okay. until a couple
2: years later. Okay. okay. So, <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know in bed, yeah. just, I, I think really you, you
1: no longer have to feel bad about <laughs> bringing up the <laughs> hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it just seems really prevalent to me whenever she's going to bed yeah. it's like dramatically shown to the side that she has like underwear on. You can yeah. see her like white like, top yeah. like, black bra, like uh, stuff like that. Interesting. It just yeah. seems like a funny way to go to bed, right? I don't, know. Um, I, I, don't know. I don't know I've I heard it called chat. Jennifer
2: Aniston Syndrome I don't know if we're talking about that here wearing yeah. a bra oh, no the nipples no like we get to see on nipples friends, like with all the time friends. oh yeah. it was and
0: cold so. in the studio apparently yeah
2: apparently oh. yeah uh, <laughs> like, does anybody uh, next around? question I do no.
0: sometimes because I like, don't feel like taking it off, I'll be like, whatever. If it's okay. like a, a Vaziness, yeah, that's laziness. Yeah, that's not okay. like, like, I'm lazy. laziness.
2: Yeah, that's not usually like a deliberate fashion choice. It's like I'm yeah. exhausted. You're lucky. I, yeah. like, you know, I took my shoes off. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Next question. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Any anything else about Buffy? Did I cover it all? No bra, pun intended. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was forced. Uh. So well, the other person I have was Xander, and basically what was Xander's character development is like I pointed to is is he, he's like taking on personas of jobs he's like am I a construction guy am I a bartender guy um and uh he's learning like the real life skills and I feel like that is almost like helpful um for Buffy to have as a friend as we get into real life situations in season five especially season six where she's mm-hmm. in real debt um having issues with m- um money but um th- and did Xander he didn't get his apartment till season five right right okay yeah. sorry I can't he's, even uh, he's get a boy. But he's but they kind he's of like cusp it. into it the season three one vin- like Xander vignette that I thought was really funny it was when the, everyone was talking about what college they were going into and stuff like that or what they got into and Xander's like leaning against a tree reading jack kerouac's on the road he's like i'm going on a road trip this summer and then like what then we get back to season four and people asking him about it and it really wasn't actually as magical or romantic as that book which he i did found really humorous. A club.
4: what's that he did dishes at a ladies yeah. club <laughs> yeah and apparently had to dance one night.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like That's that was a great. successful was a thing cool. for him, though. Yeah, like, they probably should have that in season four. But you know, kids, so. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: uh, in any case, I, 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 th- those are like the Xander. And well, obviously, he's him and Anya's relationship is developing. He's, char- he's showing his characteristics, not fully committal um, Xander. Uh, so he's still not totally mature in, in that sense. But, but you could
4: also appreciate where it might be a little difficult to, you know, it's Anya. Yeah. Yes. ax X. Ex- you might not in. exactly want to jump head first into that.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: relationship. I think Anya is really hot though.
2: Anya is mean, awesome. I mean,
0: and but adorable. The thing. Like, he agrees. Like, but she's also, hot, but he's
2: like, am I going to commit to me? very yeah. comfortable yeah. killing yeah. Yeah. people? <laughs> it's the commit. She's but, learning. She's yeah. learning. Yeah, um, but at the end, yeah. like he was proven, you know, literally to be the heart of, you know, the group there. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> um, anyone have to, anything to add about Xander? No. Okay. Mm-hmm
0: and um, who, did yeah. yeah. who did you take I you took Oz and
2: Anya which at first I kind of just wanted to take characters that were a little different but I realized after I was like yeah I'll take Oz and Anya it was the, honestly the departure of one character and kind of like the rise of another so I mean I don't know which been when, once as two, Oz goes as becomes Oz and stronger. As 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 Scooby and gang. yeah, yeah Oz and the Scooby Gang and then yeah Anya kind of not takes his place but becomes like another you know significant other who becomes still part of the crew so it's like do you have a, a preference Do I have a preference?
4: If you could, if you had to have Oz or Onion, honestly, they're
2: both so different. So I don't know if I couldn't necessarily say either or, but it's like Oz. You know, like Oz. What did you do to all of us? You know, I mean, I will say Seth. This is part of where my cynicism comes in. I can't necessarily look at it just in the crystal of the show, where I recognize this is a fictional show put on by real people who have different demands and things that are feeding into storytelling. And Seth Green wanted off the show. I don't know exactly why. Um, I did read an interview with him post that where he was saying, you know, the character who, you know, was recurring and then became a regular, they would have him in an episode even when it didn't necessarily make sense to have Oz there. So I don't know if he right. felt like he was showing up to do crap more often than not or he just well, I mean, to do other things. Well, I mean, his whole character doesn't talk a lot. This so. is true. Yeah. So, I mean, he just felt like, okay, it's stretching it too much to expect me to be in every episode then and just like toss off a sarcastic line, but right. either way, like he wanted it off the show. So I feel like because they had built him up pretty much as the best boyfriend ever, and <laughs> they were like, all right. Where do like, go like, from there? Yeah, we got to get him off the show, even though I don't think the fans were seriously okay with him leaving. They're like, we kind of have to give him a situation. Where we have to get him off the show. We have to make it realistic. The Veruca, Willow, you think that yeah. was the situation? I feel like that was the yeah. thing. Like, they kind of had to ramp it up to that level. It's like, why wouldn't Willow want to go with him? Why would he have to just leave completely? So mm-hmm. I feel like the Veruca situation was kind of what <laughs> drove it there. So he had to cheat on her in a really terrible what way. What a bitch! By and, yeah, the way. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, so. so yeah, I had my. Uh, is, family, that, you know. is that? Is that? What? I mean,
4: okay. I was it's being literal. I feel like I'm <laughs> I not was being myself literal. <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is that is that cheating?
2: It was. Cheating, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. It's
4: lust. They had, they had werewolf like, sex, where, yeah. in which he doesn't know what he's doing.
0: He, but they cuddled did. in the morning. Yes.
4: Uh, he woke up with a girl with his own like I don't know that that's cuddling. And then in the other one he basically yanked her into the cage to keep her from going to kill somebody. Well, actually Baruka
0: made an excellent point. Like or yeah. was it Willow like, Oh, so that's what you do? You lock yourself in a cage with someone that you have this like like yeah, it's we were going
4: to change any minute, and I, I, I feel like maybe he I'm invited just her there. Yes. He invited her there yes. to lock I'm... her in. Oh, with okay, him. he could. Right, okay. Our, uh, that was like, why not friends. tell
0: the rest of the Scooby Gang what was going on and yeah. blah blah. Like, it's why like... did he invite right. her? I'll give
3: you that. yes. Yeah. But
4: at the same time, I feel like if you turn into a werewolf. And then have sex with someone when you're not in control of yourself. Uh-huh. Is that that's cheating? Yeah, that's it's like the, yeah. yeah, blackout drunk. And not yeah, blackout drunk. drunk. Exactly.
2: Thank you. Aww, that is
0: the yeah. same thing.
4: Uh, 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 werewolf blackout drunk. <laughs> I mean, a little different, but okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, I see your point. <laughs> It's kind of a dual edge there because I think they allude to it uh, in the Halloween episode when you know Will is starting to experiment with more powerful magic and Osborn's a- a warns against that. And he says, "I know what it's like to have something that you really can't control." So I mean, I could see in one hand like. That argument, But the second night, when he's like, yeah, come into the cage with me, and I haven't told anybody else what's happening or why you would present a danger or, like, we'll but just – But also that's clearly – I don't happen.
4: know that he <laughs> definitely was like, yeah, I'm going to get some tonight. I, I do that.
2: But, I mean, like, they even were building to it with him, you know, again,
1: we had this conversation. I'm not saying
4: he made all the right and, choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I wouldn't
1: <laughs> – he, like,
4: I don't – he's not Parker.
1: He's it's it's pop. like manslaughter <laughs> as opposed to homicide. Yeah, like the intent, you know. the intent, like, yes. the premeditation go, exactly. is not there, but the act is still there. Yeah,
2: especially when he knew the first night what was going to happen. It's like the second night, he maybe could have made different choices. And also, even outside of werewolf transformation, this girl is totally giving off, "Hey, I want to fuck you" vibes. <laughs> so he knew what he was getting himself All into. Right. That wasn't a surprise for what was going to happen. So really what happened. what's going on with yeah. Anya? So four. Anya, yeah, she's definitely changing the character. I feel like when we saw her in season three, she was a lot more world-weary. She was very frustrated with the fact that she was human, and she was even, you know, begging to become a demon again. She was like, these mortals are so stupid and boring and petty, and she's like flunking math and she can't drink beer, and it's terrible, so... <laughs> oh, I, don't know. I love when she gets carded. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I know. She's like, I'm a thousand years old.
2: Yeah, so she's like, a <laughs> bear! So, and no, she had to have Coke because beer's bad, so yeah, I mean, I honestly felt she had, like, more of an edge and maybe more of a maturity there but and now she's she's, childlike she is childlike I think when you're forced to live day to day as a human and you're kind of rediscovering all these experiences especially apart from a time when you were originally born into it's a completely new experience she has no filter she has no subtlety or sophistication Mm -hmm. so it's watching her build to that but I feel like we're still watching her character crystallize in a way she's not quite the Anya that we've seen in like five six seven even so she still got a little bit of that uh you know season three introduction but she is becoming more of like the blunt more comedy character that we see in later seasons so she's
0: the cordelia
2: she is the cordelia and it's funny because in again watchers guide interview they said who's more blunt uh you know cordelia or anya because as we saw in earshot cordelia she has a thought and it comes out of her mouth in a second so but she said Anya because she's, like, orgasm friend. You know, who, like, Cor- yes. Cordelia probably wouldn't say orgasm friend, but, yeah. Yeah. Sounds, To me, so. there's something
1: about Anya that reminds me of Seven of Nine on mm-hmm. um, Star Trek Deep, Deep Space Nine because she's, so she's like, gorgeous, and you, you see her, and you're like, oh, you know, she must be a very polished person. But she has, she, she's socially awkward. She doesn't know what's appropriate to say and inappropriate to say, and so she's in a kind of culture shock and then these things just come out of her mouth that are just very, like they're too, it's not just that they're blunt in a cutting way, it's that they're things that people don't normally say. It's too honest, exactly. it's like we can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> so like we can think it, but let's not introduce yeah. that into a relationship and there's or a, conversation. There's a comedy to that and to the yeah. disjuncture between the way she looks and that social awkwardness.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. The
0: other two I had um, just to move along uh, mm-hmm. is I had the two Fs. I had Forest and Faith that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, mostly too with Forest, like we we should comment on the lack of diversity in the Scooby Gang. Um, no. like, everyone's white. So um, I I do like the introduction of the Forest character and also Kendra in um, season two. Her stoicism as a slayer. It was sad that she died, but also I guess to show that Drew was actually a threat that was kind of a catalyst for that. But, um, and then Forrest in, in this season four um, starts out, he's a catalyst in, in um, Riley, uh, identifying his true feelings for Buffy. Like, I mean, Forrest is the one who instigates the conversation over and over again and, and is like basically like uh, illuminating to Riley his feelings for Buffy as attraction towards her. Um, and then Forrest turns into a creepy, obsessive, jealous friend as Buffy and Riley's um, relationship gets closer and closer. And then Buffy is actually like this like Slayer fighter. So um, I think Bu- like Forrest's identity as his friend to Riley being like, we're like army best buds and we're brothers and we go out and fight. And then all of a sudden like here's, Riley's girlfriend who also sexually satisfies Riley but also fights even better than Forrest, and and the jealousy is kind of what um, Causes a tear in their relationship with Riley and everything like that um, to the, the End of the season where he goes into the cave with Buffy and he ends up dying and Adam turns him into a Second type Adam. He's like not he's like half human half-robot, and he is so obnoxious in those fight scenes, like, I am, like, what are you talking about? Like, they're like, we're so sorry this happened to you, you're this freakish robot zombie, and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I, this is always what I wanted, I can beat all you up, and I'm so happy, and so, um, that's a pretty... Yes. miserable ending to that character. But I was I admired the subtle arc that he had throughout the season and his relationships to the other characters. Um, so that would be Forrest. Uh, and then we have uh, Faith, who saves season four, as far as I'm concerned, uh, because we're like with Adam as the big bad as it's like developing and going on, he seems just totally lame. He's just like, watching i mean i compare it to how i felt with glory like you're a god like why is it taking so long for you to do like to just kill everyone because there's 22 episodes yeah it's (laughs) 22 episodes and i get that but what i think was expertly managed in season four Um, I have to like relook at season five, but what was expertly managed in season four was the Faith, the two episode Faith uh, switcheroo that that happened um, that I, was like so exciting to see Faith come back, and the mayor had a cameo yes. as well. And again, his fatherly love uh, is just—I I find it so endearing, which is sick, I guess. Yeah. But uh, he—he he like, like it's okay. yeah, yeah. And and the fact that he did make it like one of those cheesy like, little videos, if I die
2: videos, yeah, yes, if I die. Although, <laughs> although the hi kids is probably like my yes. favorite part because he's like, oh, make like I'm on a big screen, watch me on field trip because I have achieved world domination. So yeah, that was great. <laughs> but I love like
0: he admitted, but most likely not. And then he yeah. had he had <laughs> supplied the spell for faith because like of his like fatherly love towards towards her to protect her when she was coming back to be like, Yeah, this isn't the world that we expected um for you to wake up in. Um but here, take over Buffy's um, body and you know, escape police and whatnot. Um and the interesting that thing that happens to Faith's character, she acts um, out selfishly at first and, and goes through with the spell. Um, even like further, like uh, as she is holding um, Joyce hostage, which I found was probably the most evil thing she did in that two-story, like arc, because Joyce, out of all the characters, was probably the nicest to Faith. Um, inviting her yeah. over for Christmas dinners and trying to be a mother that obviously or provide some kind of motherly love towards Faith that she obviously did not have in her life. Yeah. She's um, not getting invited
2: back for Christmas. So. Yeah, and no, anyway, yeah. I think Joyce
0: <laughs> and, is done with Faith. After. And,
2: yeah, even Christine Sutherland said that, like, she definitely saw Faith as like, oh, someone like, oh, well, you know, only if she had this or she had yeah. this person. And then when she held her hostage, she was like, I'm done with you. This is over. Exactly. So, yes.
0: Um, and uh, so from there though, what ends up happening, um, where faith actually ends up cha- like changing herself as she is Buffy. Cause as she is Buffy and she's surrounded in an environment, much like what Joyce tried to provide to her that those few times that she's surrounded by love and friends who care for her. And, um, you see faith, uh, change from that selfish type, um, villain, like, you know, um, that is only doing everything for herself, and then she goes on um, to the the one the church scene yes. where she actually comes to her own heroism and and is Buffy. And I, again, a change from that too is when she um, has sex with Riley. Yeah. And to her, obviously, she has daddy issues because um, the way that she as a like the, her sexuality, um, she's faith is very uh, porny, I guess it's like the best way I could put it. Um, you know, and she's like, with that, that scene with Riley coming in, she's like, Oh, leave the door open. Who cares? And Riley's like, what the hell? Like, no. Um, and then, but then they, they have sex, but it's obviously too much for her to handle. Cause she actually like wants to break away at the end of yeah. it. Like it's like well, too,
2: he says, "I love you." And, oh and, yes, that's her. right. Yeah, and, I and love she's him. like, yeah. "Yeah." When they meet again at the church scene, and she thinks like he's there, you know, to like because he found out there were vampires there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, I was just late for church." And she kind of has this like, "Oh my God," was with this guy look on her face. I just kind of <laughs> yeah. love the idea that like Riley was going there and he was gonna be like, "Thank you, God, for my Buffy sex. It was great." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I really imagined him thanking God for that. <laughs> so I'm sure um, I think this is a little more adventurous, and maybe it was like a better time than the Buffy. <laughs> I um, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he,
0: he, yeah. He was there to thank for the yeah, Buffy um, Yes. And, but in any case, like, then she, that is the cumulative scene where she, like, definitely uh, is not only in Buffy's body, but understands what it is to be a hero and comes into her um, own. Um, so, and then also, I don't watch the Angel series. I don't either, so... Okay, I do, you know. so many do you watch Homemade? Do you watch it, And I'm not watching yeah. it
4: currently, but I've yeah. seen it yet. Well,
0: does so, she go then... Uh, yes, she goes she to... She goes uh, like, to... Okay. And then she's like... I don't know. I don't watch the Angel series. Should we yeah. talk about it?
2: They have another
4: break and situation in, like, where they...
2: Even after they broke they up. They fight some bad his guys his in Canada, yeah. and then they do
4: the whole, like, I'm going back to LA, you're staying here.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. But um, okay, so yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I so watched. I watched the an Angel series from <laughs> when Spike was on it,
0: and because that's <laughs> did how we, I was
2: Like, okay, because uh, uh, I know the, the puppet episode is what's drawing. Me. Oh God. Like, okay, yeah. We need to see. The pu- yeah. Angel yeah. puppet. i that puppet I think I need to see this. But yeah. Yeah. I surprised. my thing with the Angel
0: series was just like I was not interested in like the Angel. I mean, the actor. I just I just could not. If you like Faith, though, she has some really good
4: um, story arcs and really like, awesome fight. Like, yeah, there's definitely and good and stuff, yes. and you get like, and you so get so badass Wesley.
0: Yeah, well, I would say I don't really, I don't really like Faith. I am. Half cosplaying as her and um, talking about her today, <laughs> but I, I, uh, yeah, maybe I, I, maybe I should watch it. Well, you know
2: what, Faith doesn't play well, really herself. Time. Time.
1: But really? Okay, yeah. So, so, that, so it's and like and then she
2: gets, <laughs> then she gets killed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and not hard.
4: Since I know you like talking about Spike so much. I, I know, Yeah, I mean,
0: No one picked Spike. First. That's okay.
4: I have I something to talk about with Spike. Spike. No, okay. I, I, I picked Giles. Giles and, I thought you picked Giles and
2: Spike. No, Giles, Giles and Riley. Giles and Riley. Giles and Riley. But I
4: do have a Spike question from season four. Spike is getting awesome again. But what, he has a sudden and inexplicable fear of bears. <laughs>
3: <Because> <laughs> the Thanksgiving
4: a episode. A yeah. Granted, a bear suddenly appearing in your house is probably alarming. <laughs> He's sitting there tied to a chair. He's got arrows yeah. sticking in him. Uh-huh. But I mean, like, this is a guy who's fought a lot of things, seen a lot of things. Well, I
0: mean, I but survived. he's tied up, and yeah. if a bear rips off his head, he's done.
4: So I, but he's I, if that. an arrow goes through his heart, he's done. Like, there's yeah. plenty of things to be scared about. But he is genuinely terrified yeah. when all of a sudden that guy's a bear. He says, bear! bear you, 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 you made it! He's not seen scarier things than bears in his time? Yeah, but no, all of the scary stuff
2: is like, just part of his world.
3: Like that, And, and that, this that is a thing over. that is so, um, he is yeah. the I've never had to deal with a bear before. Yeah, I don't know sad. what this fucker will do. Like, of course he's getting shot with arrows. I mean, that's just like a dragon. He gets yeah.
4: shot with arrows all the yeah. time. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Dealing yeah. with yeah. bears is not in his wheelhouse, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed, it was yeah. so, <laughs> you, don't, you very rarely see Spike that afraid of anything and all of a sudden it's like a bear is terrifying
3: also sensitivity yeah. is endearing so like all the more reason to oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's part of the spike rehabilitation
4: <laughs> right. yeah. if we make him afraid of bears people will like it yes.
2: I do have a coworker who's desperately afraid of bears so every time I see something with a bear I have to send it to him because I'm that nice like the bears playing in those like people's backyard like in the pool it was awesome this summer if you guys haven't seen that you know. Yeah. Yeah,
4: so. I saw the bears playing the pool.
2: yes the bears playing in the Pool, go find that on the internet if you
4: have not yet. It was awesome. So, do we have anything else we need to discuss? We
2: haven't discussed Giles, Giles yet. Yeah. Come on, all right, Giles. No, the man. Hey, the this TV is right? this is this is
4: the <laughs> slow crawl of we get to see more and more about like the inner Giles and what real Giles is like. I mean, he starts off season four practically retired, yeah, um, and bumming around the house again with his bit of stuff. Does
0: he get the new red, like, um? convertible car in season four? Is that season four?
4: No, I don't,
2: I don't, I don't remember, remember season, five? season five? Oh, yeah. sorry. He's got a new car. Midlife
0: yeah. crisis. Yeah. Right, like but
4: penis. the... <laughs> um, I mean, like, he, and he actually starts toying with the idea of, like, Buffy doesn't need me anymore. Maybe this is where I start pulling away from Buffy. Um, and then he has that change of heart and is like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm here. I'm back. And, and mm. then, like, he's back in the fold. But he's still kind of, like doing the semi-retired thing and enjoying the
2: now I'm wondering, because he got fired from the Watchers Council. I don't know how How is he
4: making his money?
2: Exactly. I mean I know this is TV, so like, you know, nobody's nice. dorm room is that big, nobody's wardrobe is like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's at Xander's Ladies Club. I, oh, again. <laughs> I, I would
4: I would I could see that. I would imagine yeah. that Giles is the sort of guy that had a little stash of gold somewhere. He yeah. yeah. um and I like, he fell into the magic shop thing so comfortably. Or maybe I'm sure he had a whole eBay store <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. yeah his guitar picking up shop. tips at the coffee shop It's like right. baby yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very, okay. yeah
1: does anyone have any questions mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. panel or about Hush or comments know. or yeah any yeah. thoughts you want to share
2: interpretations
3: yeah. come up I to the mic I remember that girl baby.
2: Joke at all that Olivia girl. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. Oh she's,
4: she's in it a couple times season she's. I, I think yeah. this is the last time we see her. Though. Yeah. No, she's
2: in Restless. Oh, yeah. she
4: in Restless. She's in Restless. Oh, okay.
2: But I don't know. But that wasn't a dream. So and because I honestly felt bad for Giles because I forgot that thing. He's like, oh, is it like too weird or too crazy? And she's like, yeah. Oh, I felt like
4: oh, in the arc silent. of the season yes. <laughs> that's the last time we see her with Giles because she's just too weirded out by this whole monster. They're real. Yeah. Yeah. Was she in that
3: before this episode? Yeah. Yeah. She was. Although. Yeah, like early on in the season,
4: early years on years in season years. four, <laughs> yeah. when they come over to Giles, uh, Buffy comes over, and she comes out from behind the wall, thinking she hears Giles, and like, she did. She's wearing his shirt and nothing else. And Buffy so. doesn't
1: know she's there. Yeah. I don't right. think she
2: wore a bra then either. But yeah. she's probably <laughs> also. <out some laughs> Just continuing. Yeah. And Giles <laughs> comes
4: out behind her in a robe. Yes.
2: yeah Yeah. Although. She? I- Where did she come from? Well, she's some friend of his from across the park. Actually, if anybody can remember right. this, because I will ask, because I probably should have turned on subtitles. But when she's like, "Oh, I had to check up on," and I swear she said Ripper, but then in this, she does episode, call him Ripper. So early I was on. like, "Oh my gosh!" So maybe she's back from those days. That's like, what I thought, she but she's so much like she, younger than him. Yes, and then she seemed like she really had no idea that monsters are real and the gentleman. And so why, if she had, denied,
4: had known him so. when he was full on Ripper, she would probably mm-hmm. know about monsters. Maybe
2: that, that like, was when he was like, "I'm part of the Pink Floyd continuity." My name was Ripper, <laughs> and so yeah, I don't mean, Okay, by the way, Ripper needs to be a TV series. It's been toyed with for they years. Did uh, yes. They did say
0: they did want to do
2: a Ripper, and now they don't it have it. Happened. So uh, you know, the mic's open. And That's because nothing
4: to do. <laughs> like, oh
2: my god! There we go. All right, okay. Suggestions <laughs> for Young Ripper up put the mic now. So, like, any casting choices, selections. Well, I yeah, heard, really, like, yeah. him
0: pulling away from the show <laughs> yes. was a lot of him wanting to, like, not live in Los Angeles anymore. Exactly,
2: I, yes. He's can blame on Lo- London, Los Angeles. I'm yeah. sorry. I would pick one, but I don't know. Okay, so California girl, Los Angeles or London? What do we pick? For Ripper? <laughs> no, for you. So and just, oh, for just me? Just in personal If I had to live looking, in one?
1: Yes, get to live in one. Do I have all the money in the world? Yes. You have Giles <laughs> money. Then it's London. All right. London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So without I that, it's definitely L.A. All
2: right.
0: <laughs> um, any That's other awesome. questions or comments? No? All right. Okay, I all think, right. like, we, we uh, covered I feel like we a lot. covered it all. Yeah. yeah. We did, yes. um, So thanks, everyone, for listening and adding your comments today. And next week... We are doing Met season five people. with Lynn Dorwalt, who, um, who actually, she's a librarian, everyone, so oh, get go. ready. We yes. have a little Giles personality coming up Another in here. Um, yes. She, uh, for the uh, uh, the Wagner Free Institute, um in philadelphia here um and she we have I, we have discussed that she wants to do the body and fool for love um which spike fan over here so i'm really excited for fool for love that's yeah. a really great um episode um and the body but prepare to cry
3: but, but, yeah. but, I, I actually
0: just re-watched the body myself again last week and i i cry every time every time i cry so yeah. I, I should, We should have tissues right? go.
4: Yeah, I'm, n- <laughs> I'm not going to. I'll um, wait until it comes. I know here, we've been reading so. a lot of
2: snacks and booze, which I think will still help get us get us through this. But we should bring Kleenex yes. yeah. too. So. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I got
4: caught off guard with, with hush because I totally forgot about the gentleman coming that close to the window. Yes, mm-hmm. and the, I, I, yeah, was so I, I was
2: supposed
1: to protect. I startled, <laughs> even though I've seen oh it
0: yeah. lots of times. <laughs> but um yeah so please join us again next week um we're almost done I know yes and yes. if you want to listen to the roundtable afterwards we're on itunes it's a bridge buffy rewatch um, yeah
2: yeah you I guys know. thank you so much for yeah. coming yeah. you are you awesome everyone. as always i love seeing familiar like faces so please come thank you. Yay. Yay. well we could